Okay, so I'm just going to introduce, because we don't have so much time left, I'm going to just introduce this next quality, um, this next limb of the awakenings path, which is pity or joyfulness. I think Buddhism has quite an undeserved reputation for misery, you know, that it's kind of, oh, it's all about dukkha, it's all about suffering, it's all about distress and clinging. I actually think we overlook how much the Buddha speaks about joyfulness and how many lists joyfulness actually appears in. This word piti, again, in Sapali word, often translated as joyfulness, sometimes as bliss. And again, this word in Pali is very much a spectrum word. It has nuances of enthusiasm, interest, rapture, happiness, celebration, appreciation. And it really speaks to the capacity of our hearts to be uplifted and gladdened. It also holds the seeds of a, a gentle, appreciative joyfulness and contentment. I, I find that, well, I don't want to confine it to this, but I often find both in, in teaching retreats and sometimes when I'm teaching uh, retreats for mindfulness teachers, that it's really possible to approach this sense within this path with an exaggerated over earnestness. You know, the path is so long, there's so much to do, you know, I have so much to work on, you know, the you know, the the realization seems so different, you know, it's all so sticky. Um, and I've got this huge sense of uh personal responsibility to make all of this happen there's so much dukkha and you know when you actually sit down on a cushion for the first time or first or maybe for many times you know it's easy to feel your heart kind of sink you know oh you know here I am facing the hindrances again you know here I am nodding off again you know here's this old pattern again you know oh the thoughts seem endless you know your hearts kind of sink. And that I think that's really understandable. But this is why I think it's so important to value this quality of joyfulness as something that is available to us. Because in very real ways, we, we cannot separate the path and the goal. You know, we, we cannot trudge along with our heads hanging low, you know, and feeling miserable and think that, you know, and working so hard and then think somehow magically at the end of this, we're going to encounter some moment of joy, some moment of joyfulness. I think that, that there's many reasons why people struggle with joyfulness. Yeah. I think for, for some people, there's a, a feeling that there's, something frivolous about joyfulness when there's so much suffering and struggle in the world. I think for, for some people it's a, imagining that joyfulness is going to be a reward for, for suffering heroically. I think some of our religious conditioning 
tells us that there's more virtue in suffering than there is in joyfulness. I think for some people, they feel unworthy or undeserving of joyfulness, um, that it's somehow going to, to slide into craving or something to guard against. I think we need to be sensitive to why, uh, really to look, is there enough joyfulness in our practice? Is there enough joyfulness in our lives? Even when things are, and maybe so very, very difficult, and when the world is suffering so much, is there sufficient joyfulness in our lives? My own sense of my own experience, because I used to be a very over-earnest meditator, um, that without joyfulness, it's really difficult to sustain interest. You know, it's really difficult to sustain intention and effort without joyfulness. You know? we, we find that it, it, you know, we get sort of depleted and, and kind of uh, the erosion of interest and effort and intention when we feel that our, our, our attention is constantly sort of being consumed or focused on that which is difficult and imperfect. Joyfulness is not an optional extra or a reward. I think it's a quality that needs to be woven into all of our efforts to cultivate the bojangas. The Buddha put it that this is a path of happiness that leads to the highest happiness. And the highest happiness is peace or liberation. When I first read this myself, when I first came across this, it really made no sense to me at all. You know, that this is a path of happiness leading to the highest happiness. You know, when my experience was, you know, turning up on a cushion with gritted teeth and, you know, ready for another wrestling bout with the hindrances and, you know, wondering if I was ever going to get anywhere. And, you know, I thought, happiness? You know, this doesn't feel like happiness. You know, this just feels like work or like, like misery. So what does that mean to us? That this is a path of happiness leading to the highest happiness and that the highest happiness is peace or liberation. How would we incorporate that teaching into our lives, into our times on a cushion, into our, into our practice lives? How would we incorporate this? What would this mean for us? What difference actually would it make? And those are the questions I'm going to leave you with as we end today. And we'll begin tomorrow with a much greater, with some more reflection upon joyfulness. But I'd like to suggest that we take just five minutes to sit together with a mind of happiness. Settling into the body and appreciating what is well just now. 
where in the body there are places of ease, of well-being. Appreciating moments of stillness and quietude in our lives. Appreciating the time to stop and to calm. Appreciating the, the feeling tone of awareness, of wakefulness, its pleasantness. Appreciating that the people in our lives that we care for, who care for us. So I want to thank you for your attention today, your engagement and your questions. And thank you to Dee for holding this space. And hopefully we will, I will see you in the morning when we will continue this contemplation. Feel free to unmute and just say goodbye to each other for the day. Bye-bye.
Before you all disappear, before you all disappear, do you have any announcements that you need to make? Uh, yes, yeah, sorry, I was just going to, I have posted some details into the um, chat there just on if anybody feels moved to offer some dana. And I've also uh, posted um, the contact details for the retreat notice board where you'll also find um details on how to offer dana and we're going to be posting the recordings later they should be up by 10 o'clock this evening and if you have any questions you can just come back to me thank you very much see you 10 a.m in the morning